0: welcome everybody this is minas Abdomessa with career keys and today's special guest i have robert he is our friend in the journalism industry and his company happens to be fanboy nation so if you guys haven't checked it out please go check out his website also that'll be linked down he's also on instagram hey robert how are you
1: i'm good maness how are you uh don't forget fangirl nation that's uh, our sister site i own that one too um, just keeping busy, you know. Under this quarantine, and if you hear any buzzing in the background, the neighbor has decided to start mowing their lawn just as we start recording.
0: <laughs> that's what that was. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering. I figured it was connection. Yeah. Okay.
1: No, um, it's, uh, it's the neighbor. In the, uh, it's the neighbor next door that's uh, decided to cut their grass.
0: Perfect timing. What can you do? Quarantine. <laughs>
1: yeah. and, uh, it could be worse. I, you know, I could be the one cutting his grass for him. So.
0: Oh, that's true. I mean, hey, if it's fun, it's fun. Right. Okay. And I'm sorry, guys, if the quality doesn't sound 100%. This is a phone call. Since we are currently in quarantine, um, it's kind of hard to even do in-person interviews. So that's why it might be a little bit weird. I apologize for the quality. But we'll try to also get you again, Robert, for a personal one-on-one once all this is blown over. But, yeah, no problem. Okay. So... Um, For anyone who's interested in journalism, having your own company, or even working with uh, this company, uh, Robert, what would you say got you becoming a journalist? What made you Um, decide?
1: Well, as you know, with Middle Eastern families, uh, we normally have uh, a handful of careers that are acceptable to our families, and then everything else is that you're um, the disgrace to the family. So technically, I'm the disgrace to the family because I didn't go into engineering, any form of medicine, law, business administration, computer science, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but I was—I've always been curious about things, and I always want to find out things from the source. You know, I've never liked the idea of so and so said this. Well, okay, so and so said that, but let me go ask so and so. You know why do I need to hear it from somebody else
0: right
1: you know because at times it becomes gossip it's like an elementary school and we had to play telephone oh yeah and it was like you know the teacher was it was it was a lesson on gossip and how things changed from what the first message was to what the last message was after you know 30 40 kids it went through 30 or 40 kids right um so you know if the mayor let's you know, we're in quarantine now, so let's use the example of the mayor. So I can either be at the press conference or watch the press conference and and hear what the mayor said, news, and listen to the soundbite of what the mayor said. Well, sometimes that's taken out of context. Sometimes, you know, something sensationalized is said to get you to like, oh, did you hear what the mayor said? Well, I listened to the whole hour versus the whole 30 seconds i'd rather listen to the whole hour that sort of thing um right. so i ended up going to journalism school i went to san francisco state and got my bachelor's in journalism over there and um you know i always thought politics was interesting but politics is a very hard game so i went the route of entertainment instead um okay. you know there politics can be too dirty and it can be dangerous at times and there's certain aspects of that that I didn't really want to be involved in, so I, I mm-hmm. went more the entertainment route. Um, after I got my master's degree in theology, I decided I want to go back to journalism, and so Fanboy Nation was born and started doing that while I was still teaching uh, religious studies at a college. Mm-hmm. And you know, university had cutbacks, so just had to go full blown with this and other avenues and that's how fanboy nation was born but it was really just i wanted to have fun but i also wanted first-hand information
0: okay so i have a couple questions um Mm -hmm. based off what you said when you're doing journalism actually let's make that three questions um for your journalism how did you end up starting your own company did you have to work with other people at first and get the experience or how do you get into having your own company versus working for someone
1: um, you know I've, I've written for other people in the past and I remember I was at the Orange County Register for like two weeks this is, yeah. um, but the editor at the newspaper said at the time uh, that's on par with professional wrestling go pitch it to arts and entertainment we don't cover that okay and um, I said okay you're short sighted you don't understand what's going on and I left Um, and, you know, it was things like that, that with the internet growing, it became a lot easier. Um, you know, there's no overhead. You don't have to worry about print costs. You don't have to worry about facility costs. You don't have to worry about, um, ink and and paper and everything else that goes into it. You know, have it, you know, utilities, people, people forget to factor in utilities as, as one of the costs. Right. and rent and and all those things, so with the internet, all you really needed was an internet connection, a host server, and a domain name and you 're up and running with with a site that way um, but you know it was just cheaper in the long run to go this route than to go into full print mode
0: that makes sense, okay, and when you study for journalism, is there? I guess, a specialty where you get to pick the industry you want to get into, or do you just decide that after the fact?
1: Uh, You have to have a base foundation. So the base foundation has to be hard news. You have to be able to cover a real breaking news event, whether it's local politics, a homicide, a robbery, you know, something that's significant to the community. Mm Mm-hmm. You have to know how to tell that story first, all right? So your foundation always has to be hard news. Who, what, where, when, why, and how. You know, you have to have those information. You have to make sure everybody's name is spelled correctly. You have to understand the legal aspects of all of this. You know, this is not just a blog where I'm going to write this, and if I made a mistake, oops, it doesn't work that way. You know, there has to be accountability. There has to be sources. Your sources have to be... You know, confirmed. We have to sit there and say, like, for an example, um, the worst article I ever wrote, and it's not because it was a bad article. It's because you know certain aspects you have to follow.
0: Right.
1: Um, there was a uh, there was a domestic dispute at a liquor store. A son-in-law got into a fight with his father-in-law. And the problem was the father in law's name was Muhammad Muhammad, but he was from Jordan. Mm-hmm. And the son in law's name was Muhammad Muhammad, but he was Palestinian. Okay. And I wasn't allowed to differentiate between which one was Jordanian and which one was Palestinian, but they both had the same first and last name. And they both spelled it the same exact way.
0: Right.
1: You know, so, but, you know, you have to find ways to tell the story. The el- you know the elder Muhammad, the younger Muhammad, the uh, the father-in-law Muhammad, son-in-law Muhammad to, to be able to tell it. I couldn't just say Jordanian Muhammad, Palestinian Muhammad.
0: You know, right.
1: and so with that story, it was one of the hardest stories I ever had to write, and it was to me it was incoherent. You know, it would have been much easier to say by nationality, but you know there there's aspects of that, and there could be political disputes, so you don't want to get into. That sort of thing. Um, But, you know, you still have to be able to write a hard news story. You know, who was the victim? Who committed the, you know, who allegedly committed the crime? Because, you know, there was no conviction at the time. Where did it happen? How did it happen? Why did it happen? When did it happen? You know, so all that needs to be taken into account. Um, So you get the important stuff out in the first two paragraphs. And then it tapers down, so we call it the inverted pyramid. Right. And then it tapers down to the least important stuff. And the reason why journalism was always written that way was because if the least important stuff is at the end of the story and we ran out of print space in the newspaper, the least important stuff got cut. That's why you know newspaper writing can't be flowery language and you know we can't get to the point of the story until halfway down the article, it doesn't work. Right. You know, we have to get all the big information out first and then taper it down to the, to the least significant stuff.
0: Okay.
1: Um, you know, it's, it's a dying industry. You know, blogging has taken over, um, and first-person account has become a big thing. Like, well, you know, so-and-so is there, so they know. Well, the problem with first-person account is that it's severely biased. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you have siblings, right? Right. So let's say you got into a fight with your brother, right? Right. And, all right, Minas, tell me your story. And you, you know, you wrote the story. I got into a fight with my brother. My brother's a jerk. My brother did this. My brother did this. My brother did this. Right? right. And that's the whole story, but it's only Minas' story. You know, we didn't call your brother and go, all right, what's your side of the story? And go, but he said this, 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 and this. You know, right. and then if your other brother was there and saw the fight, we, you know, nobody talked to him and go, what happened from your perspective? So in journalism, you need a minimum of three sources to figure out what happened. Okay. In blogging, it's my worldview and that's it. So it's very biased because although, let's say your brother threw, you know, the, uh, the rubber bouncy ball at your head, right?
0: Okay.
1: And your story is my brother's a jerk. He threw the ball at me, right?
0: Right.
1: Well, if we don't talk to him and find out what happened, all we know is your brother's a jerk, right? So far, yes. But then we then we come to find out, you know, you stole his ice cream. So he threw the ball at your head. Should he have thrown the ball at your head? No. But now we know why he was upset at you and why he threw the ball at you because you're the one that instigated so now we have a clearer picture
0: mm-hmm. that way. The backstory.
1: And that's what we want is a clearer picture.
0: Definitely. Especially in journalism yeah. because it can't be just someone's opinion or just someone's view of what the story is.
1: But the thing is opinion makes money, you know, and so we have a lot of pundits on T V giving their opinion. And it's a twenty four hour news cycle. And so there's not enough news to fill twenty four hours a day. So if you, you know, if you watch television news, for example, Mm -hmm. you know, um, the 24-hour networks, you know, you can tell just by who's advertising on there, which slant is it going to be? Is it going to be right-wing or left-wing just based on advertisements? And from there, you can sit there and see, like, okay, there's maybe 20 minutes of news that they talk about. Right. But they have a three-hour show right? So they break it down into segments. So there's 20 minutes. So, you know, five, five, five. Okay. So the first five minutes, here's the news. Here's our opinion. 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 Well, now I have two more hours. So we'll repeat the same thing. And now I'll have a guest and argue my opinion with the guest and not let the guest talk. That's not really news anymore. That's infotainment. You know, I just care about the news. Like, I don't care if you like the president. I don't care if you hate the president. Let me hear what the president has to say, and then I'll judge for myself. And then I can decide if I like him or I don't like him. You know, the senator, the congressman, uh, the secretary of state, whomever it is, you know, from the last 20 years till today. I don't care which one it is. Let me hear what they have to say in its entirety, and I can make my judgment from there. Absolutely. And that's why I like these long form interviews far better than uh, soundbites. Sorry,
0: there's a little buzzing from the
1: background too. <laughs> uh, okay. I think well, it's a long way yeah, It's but okay. I, uh, my luck, one will stop and then the next neighbor will start cutting his grass. so <laughs> <laughs> you. Okay.
0: And,
1: uh, and I don't want to sound bitter or angry about it, but like, you know, you have to know the difference between what a blog is what news is, and then what a pundit is. And pundits give you their opinion about the news. I don't want to give you my opinion about the news, you know? Like, if I was still covering hard news, my opinion should be the last thing that matters.
0: Right. And that's you know? why it's news. What's that? Sorry. I'm saying and that's why it would be considered news. Sorry, everyone. Uh, you're man, breaking sorry. up, I'm sorry okay. I don't know if it's a reception or if it's still the lawnmower going on. Uh,
1: I think it's on your end because you're cutting out.
0: Okay. So let me hang up with you and give you a call right back. Maybe that'll help. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, no problem.
0: Okay. Sorry, everyone. Give us a quick second. Let me give him a call right back because not sure if that buzzing was reception problem or... Hello? Well, probably it is reception problem. Who knows? Hello? Yep. It's still buzzing. Do you want to try giving me a call back?
1: Um, I can actually hear you now.
0: Oh, okay, works uh, <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, everyone, if it sounds a little too staticky. I'm hoping it gets cleared up. Um, Reception, what can you do? Yeah, right. Everybody's on the phone at the same time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, yeah, I had a phone call with somebody in New York yesterday, and you know, as jam packed as New York is, and you know, unfortunately, New York is ground zero for the coronavirus. Everybody's calling in, calling out, checking on everybody that they know, so the towers have just been busy, you know,
0: yeah, we've also tried calling family and friends across these, and reception is pretty bad, so
1: uh, yeah, unfortunately, but it is what it is. It's like the old days where you had to scream into the uh into the fiber optic uh, <laughs> phone
0: <laughs> phone call oh, the operator, oh my yeah. God, when you had to get a third party on your line, oh jeez. <laughs> I sound like I'm so old, but I don't think I was even there around that time. I just heard it from my family. They're like, oh, no, people cut into yeah. your calls.
1: Yeah, they used to have what they called party lines. And so, like, people oh, could, you know, pick up the phone and somebody would already be on the line. That was, like, oh, 50, yeah. 50, 60
0: years ago. I think so. Yeah, my parents yeah. could tell me about that, and I watched it on I Love Lucy. For those who don't know it, check out that show. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. A
1: really yeah show. they, uh... They were communal lines, and then that's when people were able to start paying for their own phone line, like they pay extra to have their own phone line. And then eventually that just became the standard. Everyone got their own phone number.
0: It was perfect. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But, uh, started to sidetrack. Yeah. But, um, but what I was saying before things got static and we hung up, um, basically that is what the news is about, is unbiased Unfiltered, honest, direct news versus it's a person's opinion. Yeah. Right.
1: yeah, it's what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I went the route of entertainment after I left Hard News. So, you know, I it my stuff is considered fluff in comparison because really, you know, let's say I picked on the last Star Wars movie because it comes out on Tuesday on Blu-ray. So, you know, we'll pick on them right now. You know, if I give Star Wars a bad review, whoever loves Star Wars is going to still love Star Wars. Whoever didn't like Star Wars might agree with me. Um, I didn't roast the movie; I just thought it was incomplete. The um, The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. You know, with new you know, with real news or hard news, you know, significant news, um, you know, that could be dangerous uh, in reporting something. You know, if like, say a uh, drug cartel, right, and somehow you got all this information and in an informant on a drug cartel, that could potentially be dangerous to someone's own life in revealing that information. Um, you know, but right. you still, as a reporter, have to report that. But you also have to know the line of privacy versus, you know, a private life and a public life as well. Um And a lot of journalists forget what's on the record and what's off the record. Like, say, you know, you and I are having a conversation, and then you tell me something in confidence, again, about your brother, right? That could potentially be a big story. Well, okay, you told me in confidence, and as a reporter, I have to, you know, wow, this would make a great story, and I should report on it because it could affect X, Y, Z. All right, but telling somebody in confidence is a different thing, so you always have to be careful what's on the record, what's off the record, what's a story, what isn't a story. And sometimes uh, journalists have lost ourselves in everything becoming a potential story.
0: Okay.
1: Um, So you have to know the the dividing line and you have to be careful in how you display things and how you report things. And you know, your own safety is important as well.
0: Definitely. And um, a very, very diverse industry.
1: It is. You know, I mean, there's a million things. You know, like I said, there's political news. There, There's, you know, city news, city council news, street beat. You know, there's entertainment. There's the music uh, beat. There's sports. There's fashion. There's a million things that are reported on every day based on everybody's interests and my interest just happened to be films, and so I went that route instead.
0: Okay. So, um this is, I don't know if it's considered a touchy subject or not. <clears throat> it's about financially, basically. For those okay. of you, I don't think anyone really knows this. I didn't get into it much, but um, I did at one point, right out of high school, think I wanted to do journalism because it was <clears throat> such a thing for me. And after just taking one class, I loved it, however, I was scared out of it, and it was something I didn't pursue after that, um, but I was told that you may not be financially set, or no. you won't make any money for several years until you actually land a pretty big job, or if you can find a niche that makes you quickly successful. Is that true, or what's your take uh, on that?
1: That's still 100% true, you know? Um Let's see who's who's the big guy on Fox right now? Tucker Carlson, right? Tucker Carlson's been on uh, CNN, MSNBC, and now Fox News. Right. Um, you know I'm not making Tucker Tucker Carlson money, but Tucker's also on national television. Um, you know it's t- it's a tough industry, and this is a labor this is more a labor of love than anything else. Right. Um, it's not the best financial security. Uh, if you're going into something for money, uh, this isn't the industry. Go become a stockbroker.
0: You know? <laughs> That's definitely where the money is. You
1: know, go become an accountant. Go find it. Be, be a plumber. Honestly, if you're going to go into something, be a plumber. Seventy-five dollars an hour, or seventy-five bucks just to show up, ninety bucks just to show up, and then whatever it is to fix to something. I guarantee you, as a plumber and an electrician, you will have job security like no other. So, go into plumbing, go into, you know, become an electrician, become a mechanic, you know, something that has uh, incredible job security. Journalism has never had job security. Um, You know, one one big mistake and you can lose your entire career because it's the reputation of not just you, but the entire publication.
0: Right. And that's where people sometimes, which I've heard, I honestly don't know any personal experience of this, but I've heard a few reporters would sort of not fabricate an entire story, but spin off on a story and make it a little bit extra spicy or put a little twist on it to make it more of a story than what it is. And I've heard that's a thing that some people do to try to make their story hit high or go big. And a lot of people have lost their jobs due to that because you cannot falsely report on something.
1: Right. So... You know, and that that's a big thing because it's credibility. And your job is to be credible in telling the truth. Definitely. And as much of the truth as you, you know, you found. And you're supposed to write follow-up articles and you're supposed to do retractions if you've made a mistake. And, you know, to blatantly lie to the public is something that is absolutely heinous, especially in the world of journalism.
0: Because you are your word, and without your word, you are nothing. Hence, why right. journalism is so crucial.
1: Right, and that's just, you know, not what, it's it's a horrible, horrible thing. Your credibility is on the line, the publication's credibility is on the line. So much of everything is on the line because credibility is so so important.
0: I 100% agree.
1: And and you know I've also I hate lying and I hate people that lie to me. And you know it's easy. what Mark Twain say you know uh, always tell the truth because you never have to remember anything. Oh, yeah. And it, it's really that simple because you know just be honest and it, and. Do what you can to tell the truth, you know. Um, Is it hard to always tell the truth? Absolutely. You know, are you going to make it when you can? You know, yeah, you have to. But there's a lot of craziness in this world. And in journalism, if you can't be honest, then it's, you know, it's horrible. And your, your publication is in the toilet.
0: Because people trust you and trust what you read, mainly. Right.
1: You know, and also check multiple sources, because one person might have had one quote, somebody else might have had a different quote. You know, uh, someone has a more updated article than somebody else. You know, it's always trust multiple sources. Don't just sit there and go, well, this one said this, that's it, uh, that's all I'm listening to. No, there has to be a lot more to it, you know? Mm -hmm. So... Just keep your eyes open for everything and always have multiple sources and check contradictory sources. So if you're watching, you know, let's take on television news, you know, since we're all home right now. So if you're watching Fox News for an hour, turn and watch MSNBC for an hour. You know, if you're watching CNN for an hour, go watch RT for an hour, you know, change it up a little bit, you know, way you have a different perspective on things and then come to your own conclusion
0: definitely
1: yeah and that that's all we can really ask for is you know i mean do i want you reading my reviews absolutely but i also want you like if like say i was the la times right right okay i'd still want you to read the oc register i mean i'd still want you to read san jose mercury news and i'm picking on california newspapers because i'm in california so i don't want to sit there and say this other newspaper and doesn't exist you know uh read the san francisco chronicle and read the san francisco examiner that way you have perspective on these topics and how they're approaching these topics and then you could also find bias more easily because how come this publication was nicer to the governor than that publication you know Why does this one have a slant against that one? So, you know, you're able to open your eyes and see things from that regard.
0: And as a journalist, it's definitely important to be open-minded and to just take your personal self out of the equation and not have a narrow tunnel vision thinking, this is why I'm reporting it because this is my view. It's more important to want to report something just for reporting it versus there's an agenda or reason why you want to because you're either for or against something because then that'll to color how i guess you report on something
1: i mean we all have our opinions we all have you know everything that we all have our own worldview we all have our own bias you know uh we all have our own religions, whether it's an actual religion or something we adhere to religiously, you know, that that shapes our worldview. So, you know, we're going to take our own personal slant and biases into something. But your job as a journalist is to separate yourself from that. And, you know, we have yellow journalism, which doesn't do that, which sensationalizes everything. So, you know, that's that's what gets clicks. That's what sells papers, that's what some people want. And you know, I can't blame anybody for wanting something like that. Right. But I can blame people for, you know, being dishonest.
0: Definitely. So I guess with all that, are you happy that you do journalism? Are you do you love what you do?
1: Uh, Yeah, because, you know, it's something different every day. It's not the same exact thing. You know, I'm not, uh, what's it called? I'm not an accountant. I'm not an engineer. You know, I would go nuts as an engineer working on the same design for a bridge for the next nine, 10, you know, 18 months. That would drive me absolutely crazy. You know, my dad was an engineer, and he loved doing that stuff, but I couldn't do that. You know, I like things that change up, you know? Right. So, um, I just, I mean, consistency is great, but I like the consistency of inconsistency. You know, things constantly changing and moving and, you know, going one direction or the other.
0: Oh, yeah. Definitely a variety in life. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, as far as education goes, is there a good way to start? Do you start when you're in high school? Do you recommend a certain, Um. I guess college uh, or method to get in.
1: Well, high school newspaper is completely different than the college newspaper. But yeah, I recommend. You know, if there, if you have a high school newspaper, join that. Um, college definitely. If you're going to go into the field of journalism. Get a degree in journalism and not creative writing. Okay. Um, you know, creative writing uses a lot of flowery language, a lot of, exp- you know, exposition, a lot of expanded, uh, you know... What's the word I'm looking for? Please excuse me. Yeah. Um, not fabrication, but... Um,
0: more storytelling, I feel.
1: It, that, it's not necessarily storytelling. Um, I mean, it is storytelling because we're telling a story. But it's more... Um, uh, why am I why am I forgetting this word right now? <laughs> You're uh, the
0: spot. We wait. Yeah,
1: it's no. It's uh, it's more expanding upon it. You know, uh, exaggeration, exaggeration. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. And so, you know, we want we want straight and concise to the point. If it's hard news, you know, you can do more flowery language if it's a magazine article or like a big feature piece that's going to run, you know, five pages in a magazine or you know two three parts story in a in a, on a website you know things of that sort but um you know you want to be as direct as possible um like i said if you're going to go into something for the money journalism is not it you know go, go become a plumber because you're going to have job security
0: okay um, you know
1: become a machinist something like that
0: <laughs> <laughs> something with a bigger pay
1: Ah. Um. Uh, and, and consistent work, you know, something that's always going to be needed.
0: Which, I mean, if journalism is still something you guys want to do, it is a still amazing field. It's still a very diverse field. Um, But even from experience in just working it to life, if you get a chance to shadow someone or job visit, I recommend that. If you're able to... Study journalism and try to do something else on the side as a fallback. Um, that's never a bad idea, but just always remember sometimes to just have something that you can almost guarantee income. I I would never say guarantee because there's no guarantee anymore. So I take that word back, but to have something more secure, right?
1: right? Uh, Security, you know, security is the most desirable. Let's be honest. Um, but it is still. A field where it's constantly changing. Uh, Mm -hmm. One professor told me that uh, to be a journalist means you have to become an instant expert on a on a subject daily. So you have to gather as much information as you possibly can and put it in a coherent article on a daily basis. And this is for written journalism,
0: right?
1: Um, and, you know, I'm, again, I wasn't knocking the pundits earlier, and I wasn't saying that that they're terrible reporters, but, you know, you have to know the difference between journalism and a pundit, and, you know, um, just be informed. That's all I really care about, is be well informed, and check multiple, multiple sources.
0: And definitely one thing about journalism is you're constantly learning, you're constantly researching. Almost every day, all day because there's new information, there's new sources there's so many things you can look into. If you have yeah. someone to interview, do you research them? Do you look into more about them or do you just... Yeah,
1: I, especially like, there's so much information out there that you shouldn't you know, if it, say it's the city beat again in like the article that I wrote about the domestic violence one between the father uh, in law and son in law Right? Right. That you're not going to get much information, and that you have to go into only slightly blind because what you have based on is the police report. You know, here it is in the police report. This is all the information I have, and now you have to expand on the police report. But if you have a chance to interview somebody that, let's say a famous person. Well, there's a million articles, there's a million televised interviews, whatever else that's out there. Do your research and go out and see what there is or if they had touched upon something that was of great interest to you in another interview bring that up in in this one but if they're tired about talking about you know God forbid somebody lost a child right yeah. and all they've been asked about for the past six months is what's it like you know losing a child what's it like losing a child and it has nothing to do with what's currently going on stop asking about the lost child you know
0: Right.
1: Um, You can give your condolences, but don't turn it into a focal point in the story if that's not the story. You know. Definitely. Uh, There's certain things like that. Um, Certain things that you can touch upon, but yeah, always do your research and as much research as you can, especially nowadays when we have so much accessibility through you know search engines. You know, you can a quick search and a couple of Q&A articles that someone's conducted, whether it's a politician or a famous person or whatever, will go a long way instead of just going into it blind.
0: Which is very important to just, yeah, have that background information before you go into an interview, because you never want to go in there not knowing anything, because if they end up turning around and asking you a question about something they know, or if it's public information that you should have known before asking it, it just makes you look, I guess, not as polished or as ready. It's
1: com- You look completely unprofessional, and it could be a simple mistake, and I've made that mistake before, yeah. you know, where I've asked the question, and like, did you not know this? And I was like, well, when did this happen? Well, it happened three days ago. Well, you know, I've made that mistake before. I mean, it nobody's happens. perfect, but try to be as prepared as possibly can.
0: Because the worst thing I think that you can do is, not do any background check or information gathering, and then just go into an interview blindly. It's right. yeah, not as advised. <laughs> it's right. Definitely like, not something you want to do.
1: Yeah, you know, like I mean, I've seen it happen before as well. You know, someone was asked how their wife was, and totally forgetting that that person's wife had passed. You know, six eight months prior. Right. And, you know, it's a hard subject, but you don't want to make the person look bad. Some people don't want to make the person look bad, so they'll say, fine. Other people will sit there and go, what the hell's wrong with you? Why are you even asking me this question? You know, didn't you know? And some, you know, you can't blame people for something like... Ignorance has become... The word ignorant has become a pejorative, and it's not. It just means that they didn't know. So you can't blame them for not knowing, but... Something so simple as a public figure and asking how their, you know, wife is and not realizing that they passed away, to do a quick search and go, oh, so-and-so's married. You know, are they still married? Are they divorced? Did somebody pass away? You know, things of that sort.
0: Right.
1: You know, that's an easy check.
0: So, I have two more questions, and I think we'll wrap it up for today. Sorry, guys, it might be a little short,
1: um, but... yeah and- And if it sounded cantankerous or or forced, again, there's a lot of background noise on my end, so (laughs) I'm not trying, you know, I'm not intentionally yelling, it's just coming across that way.
0: (laughs) No, I think you're fine. Um, So, one of the last two questions, um, the first one being, is there any schools or educations you recommend? Is there any, you know things that they should try to do, anything to do on their own spare time to start into journalism. And the second one would be, would you ever take on an entrepreneur or be willing to speak at an event and help out if anyone should want to come to you or reach out to you?
1: Uh, if they want me to speak in an event, I feel bad for them if they end <laughs> up hearing me ramble this much. But, uh, yeah, if I'm invited and I have the time, definitely I'll, I'd be more than happy to come to, a, to an event and you know, talk a little bit. Um, obviously go to journalism school, you know, take classes, know how to write, become very familiar with uh, Associated Press style and uh, Chicago Manual style for, for print, you know, for uh, hard news and for magazine style writing. Um, if you're a young person and, you know, you're about to finish high school or you're in college and you're looking at this as a major, you know, definitely major in journalism because you're going to have some amazing professors that are going to teach you how to do this properly. It's not blogging. Blogging is completely different. I'm not ragging on bloggers and saying that they're not useful. I'm saying that blogs often only give one side of the story, and you want to be able to give multiple sides of the story, and that's the difference between journalism and blogging.
0: Definitely. And... Um did Would you ever want to have someone, possibly if they wanted to reach out to you and see if they can shadow you on a small story or um, at least reach out to you for any advice? Would that be something you're up for? Or, uh, with your job reaching is out
1: difficult? for advice? Yeah, n- no problem. Shadowing in entertainment is a little hard um, mm-hmm. just because we're all under quarantine right now.
0: I mean, for the um, future. I mean, definitely for but, right now, it's impossible. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, I'm, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I mean, certain things, you know, press junkets are a little more difficult, mm-hmm. but there are other events and things of that sort that, you know, could work out, like a film festival or something, sure. Okay.
0: And um, with you, if it's okay, and this is something I'm going to try to do with um, other people that I've interviewed and for <laughs> other people I'm hoping to future interview, um, where I'm trying to work on getting a YouTube channel up and running for when I interview guys. So you'll get to see, I guess, when I get to do a video interview with you. And I'm trying to incorporate a little bit of me actually going there, meeting the person I'm interviewing, and sort of going around with them for the day and getting bits and pieces just to give you guys what it's like behind the scenes. For anyone who's in a location and can't come out to shadow someone or... I guess if you just wanted to do the shadowing without being there in person, um, it's something I'm later on trying to see if we can incorporate just across the board. Um, but again, so many jobs you cannot shadow. So many uh, yeah. places won't allow it. And there's so many reasons why you just, you'd just you have to have permission to. Um, so I may not be able to do it all the time. But right. yeah, um,
1: it'll be Yeah, something. but with anything else, you know, just ask questions, you know. I mean... I know artist friends that people ask them to, you know, what type of pencil do you use or what type of paintbrush do you use? So, you know, it's finding what's interesting to you and just ask questions, you know? Definitely. That's all you got to do. Yeah. That gets um, the ball rolling.
0: Absolutely. And if you guys have any one you want me to interview or any specific career you'd like me to um, interview for you or get information on, please hit me up. If you guys want to hear from Robert or have questions for him that we have not covered, I'm going to see what information I can link below. You can also DM me or just send me an email. Um, Yeah. And would it be okay if I do have like a separate email or anything that can shoot Um, questions to you or do you prefer just to go through me?
1: Email is, uh, you can use info at fanboynation.com or you can hit a fanboy nation like if you want to talk to me directly you know info at fanboynation.com or uh go through instagram at fanboy nation fangirl nations instagram is fgn magazine and their twitter is fgn mag uh i don't run that site but you know fangirlnation.com fanboynation.com you can get entertainment news from both sites um yeah if you want to contact me directly you can just go through uh info at fanboynation.com that'll be the fastest way to do it
0: Okay, and I'll see, do you know anyone at Fangirl Nation, I might be able to interview later on? Might be. Sometime.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put you in contact with them.
0: Okay, perfect. So you guys will get to hear that interview as well for later on. Um, by the time this goes up, I would have at least made contact with them, not yet hosted an interview. So if you guys have any questions, please feel free to submit them, and we'll definitely get those questions answered on our next interview.
1: Yeah, And again, like I said, you know, there's background noise here, we're all under quarantine, we're all heavily caffeinated, so if I sound like I'm agitated, I'm not. <laughs> it's just we're trying to get all the info out, and especially with, you know, the surroundings. So, if I sounded mean, definitely we're going to do a follow-up, and uh, it'll be a lot calmer.
0: Oh, yeah. He's absolutely sweet and fun, you guys. He's the nicest person, I know. So. Uh, thank you. <laughs> just be honest, but yeah. Sorry, it's because of the phone, too, sometimes having to <laughs> shout over the background noise. I hope I don't have background noise behind me. I've tried to be in a very quiet area, but
1: again... Um, No matter where I go, you know, it's (laughs) it's something. Everyone's under quarantine, so everyone's trying to keep busy.
0: Oh, yeah. But I hope you guys uh, are keeping busy. Oh, so real quick, what are you doing to keep busy? Oh, God, I've
1: I've been conducting a lot of phone interviews, same way you are at this point, uh, reviewing a lot of movies and a lot of TV shows, reading a lot, exercising at home. You know, just uh, trying to keep my mind sharp and trying to stay active.
0: Not bad. And just in case you guys are curious, I don't know if this will help you guys to find something to do. I've just been working on 3D puzzles. I've actually ordered some, uh, I guess, puzzle pieces that you can do shapes out of based on the cards. I've gotten some stuff for my niece and nephew. Some video games. I suck at those, but (laughs) (laughs) hey, never a better time to learn.
1: Clean. Yeah, exactly. And then you can do communal stuff if you want to play video games online. There's going to be some watch parties for certain movies. So I think it's going to be a good time uh, to get in touch with who you are and then you know reconnect with relatives and family and get to know each other again.
0: Yeah, and I guess this is the best time to have quality family time. Even though it's a little bit longer, some of you might go stir crazy. <laughs> Just try to enjoy it because once you guys go back to your busy lives... You're going to look back and this will be a good time to have reconnected, enjoyed some time off, and I'm going to attempt at one point a YouTube channel just for fun, um, redoing, reorganizing, and sort of remodeling my entire room, because right now it looks like a tornado hit it. (laughs) So you get to watch it go from, oh my God, to wow, hopefully wow, hopefully. We'll see. Hopefully so. Uh, Hopefully something. Anything. (laughs) All right, guys, thank you for (laughs) tuning in, and till the next one. Bye.
1: (laughs) Bye, thanks for having me.
0: You too.